Daniel, and a personal favorite holiday tradition of my, well, <clears throat> the first thing you have to understand about me is that my family is super religious, so basically all of my favorite holiday traditions are religious, um, but one of my favorite things we do in my family is light the Advent wreath every week. So in the season of Advent, there are five candles, four Sundays, and then Christmas Day, and so my family makes her a tradition of gathering together and doing the reading and lighting the candle, and it's uh, a very personally fulfilling time for me and my family. So that's one of my favorite personal holiday traditions. Man, you guys got away with doing it only once a week. Uh, we weren't. We're Protestant, okay? It's we're lucky to okay. know what Advent is. Hi, I'm John. <laughs> <laughs> and well, that was one of my favorite personal holiday traditions: is watching Lord of the Rings on Christmas. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh. Yeah, we don't do it all the time. But when I was younger, we did it very, very frequently. And with the 20th anniversary this year, there's like no way I'm not. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm yeah. fixing to do it, but that's because I'm catching up on this podcast I'm listening to called Home Viewing. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. So. Yeah, I have heard of it. Yes. Yeah. So it's a good podcast. Anyway, we're gonna make a bad Hallmark movie. <laughs> Welcome to the Seven Days of Coltsmas. Yeah. This is a day of it. <laughs> this is supposed to be day six. I have actually recently been watching some of these kinds of movies a little bit. Just but the Netflix Hallmark movies, which I think are far superior to the far superior to the Hallmark Hallmark movies, sure. even when they're. Very bad. <laughs> I mean, isn't isn't being bad good in this particular case? Like sometimes, it, sometimes it is, and then you get the princess switch. Okay. You know, yeah. You, you see, the thing is, and I, I've discussed this on my other episode of Cultimus, which I believe is aired the day before this one. Um, it it's uh, Vanessa Ann Hudgens is in a lot of those movies. And she's bad in the prince, princess switch, but she's great in a night before Christmas, which mm. night spelled with a K. Of course, obviously, of course. obviously. But no, there was a there's a new one that came out, uh, a castle for Christmas that was actually quite good. Um, I like Carrie Ellis. So, oh, however, yeah. pr- Welsh name Carrie Welsh name, <laughs> whose, whose name I never pronounce right. We'll just call him Wesley. Or yes, Robin Hood. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I think I know that guy. Yeah. Exactly. Un- unfortunately, I've, I have, I've never been a big Hallmark movie person, so I'm leaning heavily on your knowledge as we create this uh, beautiful monstrosity. Oh, it's going to be a, an absolutely wonderful tapestry. And here's what I'm thinking. If this is day six, mm-hmm. which I believe it is, okay, it's New Year's Eve, right? Right. We don't see we see a lot of Christmas movies, but we don't see a lot of New Year's movies. This is true. I feel like and there are definitely some New Year's movies, or at least movies where New Year's plays an important role. You know, your Harry Met Sally's, your Phantom Threads. Is Sleepless in Seattle one of those two? Yeah. Blind spot time. I haven't watched Sleepless in Seattle. Okay, stop the podcast. <laughs> I have watched You've Got Mail, which is delightful. Ah, you know, seen one, you've seen them all. Are you just are you just kind of like putting together like a a Meg Ryan like New Year's verse in your head right now? Ooh, yes, yes, yes. I I, I like that. I'm into it. Yes. Okay, so I think the holiday we're gonna go for is New Year's. Now, do we want to do New Year's in location or a noun for New Year's? Um, I think New Year's in location. 
I think so too. I think we could have a lot of fun with that. For sure. Time to generate some location names. Give me a location. Generate places. Uh, let's see. Let's let's stick in the U.S. because Hallmark movies are American. Unless we're importing a prince from somewhere. Or unless they're in Canada, they could be in the U.S. or it could be Canada. But let's go with the U.S. Let's generate some places. Okay. Okay. Crab Orchard, West Virginia. (laughs) McGee, Mississippi. It's the McGee and me spinoff we never knew we needed. Ooh, it gets worse though. Manson, Iowa. Oh, man. Sin. Those suck. <laughs> Lake Wazicha, Wisconsin. Oh. Oh man, that's a oh boy. Chico, Washington. Albany, Wisconsin. <laughs> San Luis Obispo, California, which is a what? San Spanish for St. Louis the Bishop. It's a city and county seat of San Luis Obispo County. You know the location generator links to the location on Wikipedia? It's very useful, actually. Let's see. Monterey Park, New Mexico. Floyd, Virginia. Gurney, Illinois. Well, I think we got to choose Gurney, Illinois. Got to. For reasons. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I forget you're the other one. (laughs) Yes. I'm I'm the other one. I'm the other one who's putting Villeneuve's Dune on the top of his... D- Villeneuve's Dune. God, I pronounced that like I pronounced that... Like his, his name. Listen, listen, you pronounce it that way, and I'll do the southern thing. as Villeneuve. Um, and we'll, we'll strike the middle there. Denis Villeneuve. Yes. His, his movie done. <laughs> is it the tube of my list? <laughs> For 2021. <laughs> oh, Bethany was right. Odd years are good for movies. Hot ears are good for movies. Okay. Which is Gurney, why Illinois. we're making uh, New Year's in Gurney, Illinois. A New Year's in Gurney. A New Year's in Gurney. That's actually pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, do I want to look at the Wikipedia page for Gurney, Illinois? What is or in do Gurney, we want Illinois? To, let's, let's find out what's in Gurney, Illinois. I mean, aside from the one person listening who's like, I know someone there. We No one knows what's in Gurney, Illinois. So we could be like, you know... It's the, you know, sandworm capital of the world. And everybody would be like, sure. Best known for being the location of Six Flags, Great America, and Gurney Mills. Oh, well. Which is a shopping and outlet mall. Oh, my goodness. It's also close to a Great Wolf Lodge. Oh, that's that tracks. Yeah, okay, so this is a tourist town, then. Uh, okay. An in-between, in, in it's a resort town. So what does a New Year's in Gurney look like? Who are who are our main players here? What what are we doing exactly? So you know how Hallmark movies is usually like hard charging business executive goes to small town and falls in love with charming small town shopkeeper or whatever. Yes. Same vibe, but tourist. You know. Same vibe, but tourist. Yeah, you know it. Let, let me. I'm gonna. I'm going to presume straightness for a minute, which you should never do. Um, (laughs) You know, hard charging business exec comes to 
have a, a small New Year's holiday, meets someone who runs a tourist shop. They bond over how kitschy everything is, uh, and they fall in love or something. Yeah. So that's that's the start. Ish. Doesn't have let's, to be straight. I just throwing that out there. Let's see. I did a very gay one already. Last year we did lesbians. This is the team that we brought you le- Partridge in a Pear Tree in the White House or whatever we did last year. Yes, that is true. <laughs> turtle doves. Oh. Turtle doves. Right. Yes, turtle turtle doves crisis or something like that. <laughs> turtle dove crisis. That's the one. Turtle doves final crisis. <laughs> Flashpoint. <laughs> Exactly. So this is the team that brought you that. So um, either way. Okay. Let me put a little. Let me put a little spin on that. Go for it. It's a hard-charging business executive who does not want to be there, but his family has decided that they would have the big Christmas family reunion in Gurney, Illinois. Of course. And it's like you know, but it's not even Christmas. Well, you know, your Aunt Mildred had surgery, so we couldn't get together until right now, and she can't travel, so it has to be in Gurney. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> yes. So this could be like mid-December. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh no, they get snowed in. <laughs> oh no. And they can't leave until closer to Christmas. So he has to be around for all this t- these touristy Christmas traditions and stuff. Mm-hmm. The Christmas parade and the lighting of the Christmas tree and the yes. incessant caroling, which is just the worst because you can't really go anywhere. And let's see. How does he meet this owner of this tourist shop? Because here's the thing. We could... We could... The more traditional hall- Hallmark movie thing would be that the owner of this tourist shop... You know what? Let's call it a Christmas ornament shop. Let's sure. just go for that. Yep. Would be a person who's deeply, deeply in into like Christmas and New Year's. Oh, right. But this is a New Year's. This is a New Year's in Gurney. This is a New Year's in Gurney. Mm-hmm. So this needs to be in the space between Christmas and New Year. But she so, probably she still owns a Christmas ornament shop, I think. Definitely. And the thing is, like, you would think it slows down after Christmas, but she is responsible for creating the ball for the ball drop. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, she is an ornament maker, so she makes what it doesn't have to be a ball, but the thing that they drop in Gurney Square, she's the one that makes it, so she makes the ballast set that drops in the middle of Gurney Square. <laughs> exactly. Or or some other stringed instrument <laughs> that is not that is not exclusive to sci-fi universes far in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to avoid copyright issues, we'll call it a smell-a-set. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she's in charge of making the ball drop. And of course, I think his mom and his aunts drag him into this store. Of course. And I think she's probably not wearing like a name tag or anything. Mm-hmm, definitely. And what I, I like, I like the, he's complaining about how kitschy and tacky everything in this town is to her. And she's like, oh yeah, yep. And then they go to pay and he realized, and she's like, well, that'll be, and she, he realizes, oh, this is her store. Oh no. And at that point he has to buy her coffee the next day to make it up to her. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. And there's a conversation. Well, why aren't you into all this holiday stuff? You know, New Year's is a time of renewal. It's a time for fresh starts and changes. And he's like, people don't change. People stay the same. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Am I actually a master of this form? You are. 
you know, and, and just like, it's it's time to, to start over and do something new. What What's new in Gurney, Illinois? Why, <laughs> there's new things every day. I mean, we see the same people, but we see them with different eyes. <laughs> you have to learn to see with better eyes. It's the magic of the season. That's Christmas. It, it New Year's season. <laughs> there's 12 days of Christmas, and New Year's is one of them. Exactly. <laughs> I think there's a scene at a local winery, a local vineyard, that makes sparkling that makes what they call champagne and but that he's very clear well it's not champagne it's sparkling wine champagne has to be from the champagne region of france exactly and it's a whole conflict (laughs) (laughs) um does does she at some point teach him to ice skate yes Mm mm-hmm or reteaches him. I think he maybe he has like distant knowledge, but he's still very clumsy. But she does, she does in fact get him to go ice skating. Yes. Oh man. On a pond? On a pond? I think on a pond. Oh yeah. Definitely pond skating. I think there's got to be a roller coaster scene somewhere in there. Oh, for sure. Yes. I think maybe the climactic declaration of love is like when they're stuck on a roller coaster together that has like broken down. Oh no! This is gonna be have to be an unofficial theme park of some sort because I don't think we're gonna get Six Flags to sign on to have a ride, you know, getting stuck. I don't think they're gonna be oh, down yeah, for, for that. For sure, they don't want that. Um, so smaller, smaller than Six Flags, like um, three signs. <laughs> it wasn't that another movie, Three Billboards. Um. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! No, Francis, no. <laughs> But yeah, um, don't make Woody Harrelson kill himself, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But yes, they they get they get stuck on a on a roller coaster. Um, at you know, three banners, three signs, um, mm-hmm. three sheets to the wind, and uh, <laughs> I think. I think for a change, she's the one that's worried. Um, yes, I agree. Like maybe they're late or something or I think it, scared of heights or something. I, here's my theory. I think this might be like the one thing that he's enjoying about this trip, but she has never gone on a roller coaster because she's been scared of it. Oh, I like that. And then it gets stuck, which is the worst. And, you know. And he has to comfort her this whole time. And then it, it just kind of slips out. Well, this is why, I, and then she's like, "Why did you even bring me on this?" She's like, "Because I love you." Oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's adorable. Yes, it's it's delightful. And they, but 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 they don't kiss there. They they were gonna kiss, and then the roller coaster starts again. So their first kiss is on New Year's when the you know in the middle yes. of everything. When when the when the stringed sci-fi instrument drops in the middle of the square, it could be a running thing. Like they keep trying to kiss and keep getting interrupted. That could be a running yeah. Thing no, I think I think that would be a great running gag, and then it'll be a great payoff at midnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they have to drink the local champagne for sure. <laughs> of course. And he has to be like, "This is better than Moe." <laughs> 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 he has to acknowledge. 
that maybe things are better in this small town. Maybe I don't need all these worldly cultural things. People do have things figured out. It's a new day every day here. Exactly. And New Year's is the newest day of all. <laughs> Aren't you anxious to get back to your business meetings? No. I think I'm making a new start right here. <sighs> also, I can just dial in on Teams. <laughs> <laughs> maybe... Oh, maybe he buys the winery. Aw. That's nice. Yeah. Or, like, at least, like, comes in as a partner. Like, he invests in it. There we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He joins He joins up as a partner and is like, we're going to make this the best winery in Wisconsin. Illinois. In Illinois. Not Wisconsin. Yes. In the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, because, you know, among other things, it's the one thing in this town that isn't completely... Uh, kitschy and ridiculous like a winery is at least a little respectable even if it is yes. not champagne <laughs> Do they, can they grow grapes in Illinois who cares <laughs> you know what through the magic of Hallmark movies absolutely exactly anything can happen in Gurney Illinois yes oh well okay I'm gonna say this um, we're in Gurney Illinois we've been making like side references to another sci-fi franchise this whole time. Somebody has to have a pug in this movie. Oh, no! <laughs> Just oh, one time! No. Fine, as long as I also get a Sphinx cat. Oh, man. <laughs> um, one of the reasons that our, our main character is frustrated by his family is Aunt Mildred has a pug. That doesn't get along with his mother's sphinx cat. And there's yes. animal hijinks that goes on. Animal hijinks. Essential. Needed. Perfect. Necessary. I love it. Yes. Okay. So that's that's a side plot. we got multiple side plots going. Which that's is great. Great. Um, we have side plots. We have animal hijinks. We have declarations of love. We have kitschy tourist stuff. We have delayed kissing, annoying relatives. What are we missing? Um. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure. I think we have like most of it. I think there's just like, I think we need like one more thing. One more, one more thing. thing to like really drive it home. I think we need... A performance from a mid two thousands pop star for no reason. Man, I was I was about to say I was about to say musical, something musical. So yeah, we? there needs it needs to be there needs to be like a town dance, and that can be another one of the interrupted kisses. Oh yeah, a slow dance where let me see musicians from Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, there's no way we could get her, and I don't want to... Allison Krauss is from Illinois, apparently. Really? She's great. I mean, you know what? We can reach for the stars here. Sure. Anything is possible in Gurney, Illinois. Anything is possible in Gurney, Illinois. Yeah. Eddie Vedder's from Illinois. That's fun. Yeah. Let me, let me make sure I can find... Let me, let me just confirm that Allison Krauss is from here. I, let me let, let me just hope that Google didn't lie to me. Allison Krauss 
Wikipedia article. Let's see. Let's see. Born in Decatur, Illinois. Decatur, Illinois. Okay. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. She's an Illinois celebrity who plays the kind of music you would want to hear in a in a Hallmark movie, and she plays like a bluegrassy version, a, a bluegrass folky version of um, "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" that they or 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 "Old Lang Syne" or something that they slow dance to, and almost kiss, and it's interrupted, and it's perfect. There we go. Yes, that and is she's good. and you know what? She's definitely late late nineties, early two thousands, like in that. In that mix, because that was uh, around the time of Oh Brother Where Art Thou, so that's oh, yeah. perfect. Perfect. I I think it's I think it's wonderful. I think we got it. Solid. So that I believe is the sixth day of Coltsmiths. Woo! We did it. Okay, so it's called Coltsmiths because this is Colt Classics. Colt Classics is part of the Pocket Podcast Network. Um. It's not the only show on the network. There are also um, a variety of other shows, such as um, I'm from No Dice, which is our actual play D&D podcast. We're on a little bit of a hiatus right now, but it gives you the chance to listen to our backlog, which is extensive. So that's mine. John, do you have a podcast on this network? I can't quite remember. I think I have two. That's You know, that's what they're telling me in my earpiece right now, is that I have two podcasts on this network. One where I watch movies with my wife, called Home Viewing. Another one where I try to trick my friends, Chris and Gabe, called Them's the Facts. So, worth listening to both of them. Lots of fun. Definitely. Second best show on the network. Which one is the second best? Uh, anyway. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, thanks to uh, John S. Quinn Puerta for our extra special holiday intro and outro music. That guy is really cool and talented. We should get him on the show sometime. Yeah, you know, I think he would make a great guest. But, you know, until we can actually get him here, let's just all remember... Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.